And uh, welcome to Pig Ignorant Gamers number 17, which uh, we have decided is going to be our Christmas special. Um, <laughs> Insert jingle here. Well, literally a jingle as well. That's the yeah. thing. Um, it's And, and uh, I'm going to Christmas up the theme tune that people have just heard. Um, via <laughs> some sort of Christmasing algorithm. Uh, I'm Graham Goring. I'm Mark Foster. And I'm Dave Williamson. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, special guest Mark Foster. That's what you, <laughs> besides calling you. I, I'm pretty sure I said the last time. Yeah, you were. I probably so, should have addressed it then. Yeah, this is a, a joke that's a month too late, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be a month and two d- weeks by the time I've edited this. Um, and when have we ever been on time with anything? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, well, it's, it's a good, um, you two have been off at Game City, haven't you? So it's a good thing we didn't schedule it during that, because then I would have missed you both from the last one, which would have been bad, because <laughs> um, it would just be me rambling Sign into a room, mic. talking to a microphone. Yeah, being yeah. interrupted by my housemate, who will probably interrupt us at some point during this, and I'll have to deftly edit him out. Uh, so yeah, you went to Game City, so we might as well start by talking about Game City. Yeah, Was sure. it good? Yeah, it was good. I didn't actually personally play any games, though. (laughs) What is the fucking point of this thing if you don't play games? Uh, Well, I got other people to play my game. Right. Because I'm self-centred, and that's that's what I went for. I also went to drink a lot of alcohol, and I did that. You you know you can do that locally, right? Yeah, but you get to do it with uh, game developers. Okay. More often than we do here. Yeah. that, That was fun. There was a lot of drinking. And then the week following, I was just ill for the whole thing. But Dave actually played games there. I did, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, just before we move on to the person who actually did their job, <laughs> um, you say... Well, hang on, this isn't a job. You play... don't get paid, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Have... Oh, <laughs> I need your backs details. Um, it's not... How much do you get paid uh, in a session? It's a, it's a tiny stipend. It's 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 Just uh, 50p. Yeah. Um, but you got people to play your game. Uh, oh, what's that called again? Oh, Titan Souls. Um, yeah, yeah. Was it, it useful? It was actually, yeah, it was really... Easy. Well, should we mention it? Because you might get told off by your boss at Devolver again. Why? Well, because you... I didn't get told off, though. I just said, they were like, you probably should, you probably should change that. You probably shouldn't have done that. With... Okay. Although, now I've got to tell the story. Yeah, let's tell the story. <laughs> no, just, uh, when we submitted the... Again, I'm talking about my own fucking game. Uh, yeah, we submitted it to the IGF. Yeah. There's a bit where you state what press people can do with it. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, just... Uh, Maybe don't talk about the uh, late game bosses, so it's like not spoiled or anything when it comes out. And then I real, and then I realised afterwards I should have written, "Don't use this for press," it, mm. like previews. And then Rock Paper Shotgun had written a preview, so we like got the timing wrong on that. But never mind. Yeah, but I mean, if they only write about the first four, then in theory they'll write another one when they can talk about the rest of it, which is when you actually give a shit because that's when you know the game. Yeah, it's, it'll be fine. I'm not worried. It's just it was a bit of a an error on my part. See, but you won't do that on your next game. I'm sure you'll be all professional and hard-assed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you got you got people to play the game, and what useful feedback did you get at the? Uh... Uh, it was it's just useful to watch people play your game when 
like if you're making a game get people to play it and watch them do stuff and then you yourself just immediately think like actually that's terrible i need to change that yeah like you, you can see people getting frustrated with certain elements not the elements you want them to get frustrated with and you see problems but i got my friend to play through the whole thing like every single boss which was good hmm. um he and i actually put uh, like counts in so we had like a death count at the end of it and it was 251 deaths that's quite good for 12 bosses so right, so there, there were twelve bosses in this version. In that game. version, right, okay. that's the IGF build. Right. Yeah. Well, that's 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 a lot more bosses. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good. And now, uh, people who weren't quite so self-centered and, and played other people's games, Dave. Oh, is that me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what did you play uh, at that their place? Uh, I played pretty much all of them, um, but not too many of them were of note. Well, no, that's that's the way. I mean, we were looking through Kickstarter earlier and. It's just a sea of dreck and just meh. So that's that's to be expected. But I, I liked more of the, the wacky ones. I mean, there was one called Sim Antics, mm. which you played on Antita. Was uh, that made for Super Game Jam? Is that the one where you have two of them and you have to see who can collect as many t- uh, ants on their tongue and you, yeah. can, and you can pick up the stinging ants? Because they were yeah. playing that in the competition at Fantastic Fest this year. Yeah. Fantastic really? Arcade. <clears throat> yes, well that one. Okay. I quite like that one. Although although the um the woman that was showing it off had a fascination of sticking her tongue up the other anteater's butt. Which put me off a bit. <laughs> put put you off or awaken something while <laughs> you No, no, he put me off slightly. Okay. <laughs> which I thought if that's the bit you want to show people. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, anything else other than semantics? Or are you saying everyone else you met there was making shit? <laughs> no, no. Uh, another good one was uh, Guild of Dungeoneering. Right. Which it's... Um, the the premise of the game, it's, it's similar to Desktop Dungeons yeah, okay. in a way, except you pull out cards and the cards either have a treasure, monster or an actual floor tile. Hmm. And you, you play the cards to build up the dungeon, and you have to try and get to, um, uh, I think it was a main treasure, and then kill the boss. Okay. Um, but I liked it in that it was, um, uh, it wasn't random, so you knew definitely what you could kill or what would kill you. Yeah. And so it was the way you played your cards um, affected. Um, what order you would meet things so you had to kind of it was almost puzzle yeah. element to it that you had to work out the way round so that you could um, at, at the end have be strong enough to beat the boss That's not, that sounds like because I, I did like um, that desktop dungeons although it seems sometimes you were just handed levels that because you you uncover the level bit by bit you you were just like oh you went in the wrong direction at the start you'd effectively burnt up too many resources and you were fucked mm. is this one where in theory it's always possible well or? it was a very early early build um, and there was quite a flaw in it that you could discard your cards without any penalty right so I found myself if they were really bad cards just discarding a load of cards until I got really good cards yeah but um, I was speaking to them and they're going to change that element of it so either have it so there's a limit to discards or you, there's a penalty of some sort for discards. But they were also telling me that they were going to change it so it was uh, the combat was random as well. So right. Like you would have like an attack roll, so to speak. Oh, right, and that, that would therefore get rid of the one thing you yeah. really liked about it. Which, yeah. which I was quite disappointed in, but 
they they said it was early on and it, it was uh, it was all up for discussion. So hopefully they will keep the deterministic aspect of it. Anything else there? Uh, I'm just trying to think. What was it, the game Jerry was showing? Uh, Circle Jerry Square Adventure was Squ- it? Yeah. Square's Adventure. Jerry was showing a game for some of his friends. Mis- Mr. Mickle. Yeah, Mr. Jerry Mickle. Oh, insert that... jingle here. Oh, Jerry yeah. Mickle theme. I'm gonna have to dig that out from about. <laughs> from about 12 episodes ago but that it's legitimate we've mentioned Jerry Mickle and now I have to play the Jerry Mickle jingle Jerry Mickle is his name Jerry Mickle is his name Jerry Mickle is his name Jerry Mickle jingle which goes there <laughs> yeah so he was he was showing a game for some of his friends I think it was like a in the Doom community maybe like it might have been a Doom mod it wasn't actually a Doom mod but it right. was in the same vein I think yeah so it was like a Doom game where it, it, all the graphics were made in MS Paint, and it's like really colourful, like vibrant, like grassy place. And then um, you're, I think you're a square, and there's other squares there that are wandering around. They're all friendly, and then there's these circles that are called circle jerks, and you've got to kill them. You've got to shoot them, and when they die, they explode into paint. I think you shoot a paintball gun and stuff. Right. And it's like all the particles and stuff are really nice, and it's like quite a nice looking, fun little game. Um, and that was quite cool. Well, that's, that's interesting to hear he's actually still making games because he kind of dropped off the... That's not Jerry's game, though. Oh, is it not? It's just he, someone else's game. He made game some showing. music for it. Oh, oh did okay. he? And that, that's how he got involved in showing it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Oh. I think he, he just likes making music more than games at the moment. That's fair enough. He's only like six, so you know he's still finding his feet. <laughs> yeah, he's got plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, things will bed down once he gets to puberty. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh God, he's going to hear this. Um, it's probably one of the uh, two lessons we have. Hey, uh, look, I can exclusively reveal that there were almost 130 downloads of the last episode. So, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm pretty sure that's a significant por- uh, percentage of the population. I think my maths isn't the strongest. <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, do we want to talk about bird ball? Well, that was quite an interesting thing. Well, yeah, but well, I mean. Not bird ball. Do you mean like the the stuff around Kevin bird ball? Yeah. So, yeah, there was. You know, obviously, maybe well, not obviously, but maybe you've heard of bird ball. No, I've not heard of bird ball. Please. By William Pugh, no creator of the Stanley Parable. Okay, no, I haven't. Okay, well, um, there was a game that he was hyping up on Twitter called Bird Ball. Okay, and uh, it, it was like basically, it's just a shit pong game. Yeah, where it's like. Which wasn't actually shit. It was quite. But it turned out to actually be yeah. It was kind of funny and fun, and like he had the music was done by the guy who made the music for Banjo Kazooie and stuff like that. Right. Like really, it turned out to be quite a nice little polished game. But the idea was they had that in one room, and then in this well in the same room but with like a big divider in the middle, they had the Kevin Patterson experience, which was uh, I think that was the real. I didn't actually play it, which is my one regret from Game City. But basically, I think you start that game. And you're in the room in the game that you're in playing the game, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they modelled it on the room. Oh, well, the, they, they did City. the same for, for Gang Beast at Fantastic Arcade. Oh, that's yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because they, they did it in one of the film theatres and they, they had a room modelled on that theatre that you were playing in. Yeah, and I think like Bird Ball is referenced in the Kevin Parson experience. But the, another weird thing, I don't know if I should say this actually, though, it might be like information that well, is... Well, it's, it's, it was specifically for Game City, so the Kevin Patton of the experience okay. will never be again. Right, okay. Well, it's probably fine to say then that there was a, a gentleman in the room called Kevin Patterson mm. who was the creator... I'm doing air quotes here, you can't see, obviously. <laughs> yeah. 
um, creator of the game. Oh. And uh, I'll, I'll dub it some air quotes. <laughs> yeah. I'd, what would air quotes sound like? <laughs> it sounds like me saying air quotes. <laughs> Stop the recording with a really one of those terrible breaks and just go air quotes. Sound like that? That's your voice, Graham. Uh, was Morgan Freeman in the room? I, then? <laughs> I have an excellent voice for this sort of thing. I I have mellifluous tones. I'll have you know. A voice made for radio. Yeah, that's okay. It's face, it's face for radio. That's the insult. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so there was a chap called Air Quote. <laughs> Kevin Patterson. Air Quote. <laughs> yeah, you actually that's that's a golden voice you got there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that guy was um, the 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 creator of the game, and uh, he, well, he wasn't. That's the thing. He was actually an actor that used to go to school with William Pugh, I think. Right. But, yeah, it was a weird situation. It was just a weird concept, but apparently that was really interesting. Yeah, it was supposed to be some commentary on his second game, yeah. wasn't it? That people expected him to either make a sequel to a cash-in sequel to Stanley Parable, which was the Kevin Patterson experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or go completely the other way and make some like mainstream, casual, rubbish game, which was supposed to be Bird Ball. Right. Um, and he did both? Yeah. Okay. But as kind of a satirical slant on... Yeah. It I would have been way better if we'd played this. <laughs> Yeah, like we could have had some actual you, you words to say. One well, to be honest, Bird Ball was quite fun. So okay, so he, I quite enjoyed ball. playing Bird Ball. Right, well, that, sound, that sounds interesting. My one memory of it was when we were in the in the room when it opened, and like we watched people play for a while, and then just William just turned to Pat and just went, "I fucking hate Bird Ball." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, yeah, I think he doesn't like his own game there. That's good. That's, so I'm shifting around. It's fine. I, no, I can hear it. It's, it's coming through in crystal clarity. This is why you don't get the spinny chair. <laughs> this is why you. I get, told you I'd swap places. With you, you. you get entrusted with the sofa, and even then, you just spill things all over it. Yeah, I'm not going to spill things now. I'm just going to make squeaky noises. That's right. We see we have insisted on using a capped bottle as your drink. A sippy cup. Yeah. <laughs> Should get you one of those ones that won't fall over, like a weeble sippy cup. <laughs> That'd be great. I idea. would actually enjoy that. That'd be nice. How'd you get your Raptor Gino mug like they have in Deep Space Nine? I think that was too oh, obscure what? a reference for me to get that. The Raptor Gino... Imagine a mug, yeah, but where the bottom sort of flares out. Halfway down, it flares out at a 45 degree angle so that you can get about one of them in a cupboard. But, the you know, you can't... you can't. Those things ain't going to fall over. Uh, I don't know if it contains on. more liquid. What are we talking about now? We're talking about Raptor Gino mugs in Deep Space Nine. <laughs> what? Oh, come on, look, it's been, we've had ten minutes before we've gone off topic. <laughs> Allow me this one luxury. <laughs> um, yeah. So, are you settled down now? Good. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. See, okay. mellifluous. Um, s- stop using the recline mechanism. It's not even a mechanism, really. Um, okay, so anything else? Or was the rest shit? It, was, it wasn't shit. There was... Um... Some tappy game, I can't remember its name. Well, it's Tap Happy brilliant. Sabotage. Tap Happy Sabotage. That's by it. a good name. Alastagerson. I don't know who it was by, but that, that was quite fun. That was that was kind of like a, an electronic version of Dobble. I don't know if people what? have played Dobble. Oh, I certainly haven't played Dobble. Nope. Okay. Wait, wasn't he in Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. Dobby. It, Dobble the house elf. Dobble, Dobble's yeah. a, a card game. Oh, Sim- oh, Mr. David, you're so nice, sir. <laughs> Oh, you're so kind to double. 
Morgan Freeman again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a card game where you you match. Them. What are you doing here, sir? Please tell me. <laughs> That's kind of terrifying. That's what he sounds like, isn't it? Oh, Miss Harry Potter, sir. It's quite but, disturbing. But Tap Happy Sabotage was a kind of a digital version of that. A digital so, double. Is that what way. you're saying? <laughs> same, the same thing. Just a digi double. But it, uh, they also had set up a room version of it where right. it had monitors around the room so the, um, the the symbols and stuff would come up on the monitors and you actually like, run instead of tapping the screen on, right. a, on a touch device. Sorry. You ran around the room hitting the wall. Yeah. Which people did a Go- lot. Come on, get all your movement over with. It's not. It's just if I if I even like sh- shift at all, it squeaks. I can't help it. <laughs> you must be a very stationary person. Apparently, well, maybe it doesn't come through on the mic that much. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out when I'm desperately editing. Well, you'll, you've high. got headphones on. You're listening to it now. I know, but I can also hear what's coming from outside the headphones. Okay. I guess. Anyway, whatever. So, uh, okay, what, it does sound like they really do a good job of, you know, making all these special, um, almost installations. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, they, they really went to town with Space Team. They made a whole room and made it up, like, well, I say it's like a room a wrapped in tinfoil. But it wasn't, yeah. it didn't look much like a spaceship, but it had lots of flashy lights and silver. Yeah. yeah I was so. gonna say, last year, uh, to our Halloween party, I went as a shit robot, which involved... <laughs> Two rolls. Of, I've seen that yeah, picture. Two as well, rolls yeah. of uh, foil and one roll of cling film to hold it all together. It looked like some, you'd gone as a baked potato. It, it looks like <laughs> a baked potato that's in the Ku Klux Klan. Is what it looked like. Um, well, that sounds like that sounds like it was really good. I'm, I'm glad you had fun there, mm. and definitely not jealous that I was at work that week and don't live the life of Riley that you indies do. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. lots of drinking. Actually, it's a question. You're making a game at the moment, aren't you, Dave? No, are you not? <laughs> You're making that shooty thing. Yes, yes, I am. Yes. Oh, please tell us about it, sir. No. no. But Dobby wants to know. There's not enough. Here's a, to tell. Here's a sock. Fuck off. There's <laughs> <laughs> a sock as well. Uh, there, there's not enough to tell of my game yet. So okay. What you've had? You've had ages. What have you not? What have you not done? Stuff not finished yet? Yeah. <laughs> it's barely started. Okay. Fine. You shoot stuff. Okay. That's all you need to know. Um, is there any gaming news? I don't think there is. I've noticed that the Towerfall's getting a uh, an expansion. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark World. Yeah, it's got basically the sort of like dark versions of all the all the levels in the the current version with you know, loads of new arrows and whatnot and creatures and things and doodads. Interesting. Yeah, sounds good. Will it be paid? I expect so. Well, you, yeah, it sounds like it's Ooh, like you a significant wanna, you don't chunk do of that. stuff. Remember what happened to uh, Monument Valley in the past week? There's some gaming news for you. Oh, yeah. Now, did everyone just kick off and give it loads of one-star reviews on it? Because they had the temerity. Uh, to not everyone. Funny. I think some arseholes did. Yeah. And arseholes being probably the majority of the player base on iOS. Now, is it a separate game, then, that it's come out? Or is it no, it's, it's in the same game. That's what people were saying. Like maybe if they'd made if they just made Money Valley Two, they wouldn't have had an issue. Yeah. But because it was paid DLC, and obviously people who buy the you know iOS and Android games and stuff, there's like a precedent for just one dollar and then free updates forever. Yeah. Which is just like the, the worst thing. Yeah, but, but but I mean, what I think it was the case that when when Money Valley came out, people were like, oh, "It's quite short, isn't it? I've not got much for my five dollars." Yeah, again, yeah. it's the same itself, it and it's just the entitled attitude of people. 
Yeah. It's fine. You had an enjoyable experience. I played it. It was like two hours long. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, it's very rare that you get an amazing experience on mobile games, I yeah. find. And I haven't shit. picked it up yet, but I'll definitely be getting the uh, expansion. Hmm. Especially, it's like half the price of the main game when you get the same amount of game. Back. Yeah, that sounds great. So yeah, like it's just that stupid iOS net market, which yeah. is ridiculous. Actually, thinking about it, Monument Valley was probably the perfect length because I found myself, at the end I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to end now, and it did, and I was like, oh, that's well timed. That's good. Maybe my attention span's not that good. I don't know. In fact, if anything, it was slightly too long, apparently. Because because yeah, really, leave them wanting more. That's yeah. It, yeah. But you are still going to get the the stuff, so I guess after a while you're like, oh, I could go. Yeah, yeah, you want to go back and try new stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, We've also. uh, Oh. I was gonna. I was gonna bring up another uh, game and news thing. Oh. Just uh, that World of Warcraft came out. New expansion. (laughs) World of Warcraft came out. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, isn't that like every couple of months? There's a new expansion, isn't there? I think it's like every two years or something, right? Was it? Yeah. Okay, well, sure just time's is. just blurring by now. Okay, uh, is it? Uh, why is I mean, I've only just I'm only mentioning it because I'm just like trying to think of desperately for any I gaming we, news. Yeah, we don't have any. We, there's no news. There's no because this is as you were saying earlier. But uh, this is that that time of the year where fuck all happens. Really, yeah. I mean, Far Cry's out on uh, Tuesday, and then that's it for the year, pretty much until I think like I think some stuff must come out before Christmas because Christmas is like the time when they launch games for Christmas, obviously, like the big. <laughs> Amounts of sales there. Do you think? Like I Call think... of Duty. Is that well, that's, that's, that's already just yeah, that's just yeah. come out, which always comes out at this time of year. But I, I will not be playing that. No, well, n- nor am I. Although this one more than any does, like you know, looks like, you know all the jetpacks and whatnot and stuff seems a little yeah, bit more interesting. Yeah, but then you have to play online with people. Oh no, I'm not. I I have no people wish. People are stupid. No wish to have uh, r- racial and homophobic epithets thrown at me by 13 year old so I yeah. won't be playing online um, the only thing you play online is, is you know your, your games where you can't actually verbally communicate like Dark Souls etc <laughs> hey and on the subject of that oh, on the subject of Dark Souls yeah, why don't we go into our review section where I believe one of us has played a game very similar to Dark Souls obviously it must be the me or Mark because we're the only ones who like those but no it's not it's Dave isn't it yes oh tell us about it will you <laughs> Hang on, I gave you your sock. Le- that, leave. that doesn't stop me being a Dobby house Dobby? Is it Dobby? Double. Double. Do- oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so you played... Uh, Lords Double of- the, the sassy house elf. Oh, whatever. Sassy? Yeah. Now go there, girlfriend! <laughs> <laughs> you played Lord... Sounds more like Gollum. It's the same fucking thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's Gollum on helium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big, big eyes and creepy as hell. Um, you've played Lords of the Fallen, haven't you? Oh, yes. So, why don't you tell us all about Lords of the Fallen? Uh, well, it's, um, an action RPG, what do we call it? Yeah, 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 I think, I think that's... In the, in the same vein as the Soul series. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Um, basically you play a, uh, criminal. Oh. Um, who was in prison, I think called Harkin. Um who gets freed by some monk uh, in order to fight off an invasion of uh, Rogar, which are basically just demons yeah. that are infesting the world. Right. And uh, he, you choose like one of three classes. So you have uh, your warrior class, 
uh, cleric class or rogue, mm-hmm. and that uh, dictates your play style, so to speak. Right. So warrior, obvious. Uh, cleric is more magical, and the rogue is uh, more stealth. Which did you turn to what for? Uh, warrior. Okay. Because I like to hit stuff. Mm, fair enough. <laughs> but um, um, basically, um, uh, you uh, explore the world, uh, defeating the, the small enemies. But the main game is that you occasionally come across the lords. Yeah, of the fallen. Yes, the titular lords. Yeah, um, <laughs> tit. <laughs> um, who are much bigger bosses, yeah. um, which then uh, you have to... Basically, the fights go, you um, have to work out how to create an opening, attack that opening, mm. rinse, repeat. So, you say explore the world. I mean, is it is it non-linear or linear? Or? Yeah, it's very... I, I got really lost at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite open, but some, some areas... That are definitely too high for, for you are, are cordoned off hmm. quite abruptly in some places. It's just like well, like just a police tape up practically. Well, yeah, almost. I I came across one that was it was a barred gate. It was like it was like a gate that was just made of bars, so I could see through it, and it said, "This gate is blocked from the other side." Could, well, that's a standard Resident Evil. Dark Souls does that all the time. Yeah, but I could I could see through, and there was yeah. absolutely nothing barring it's a, it's it from good the point. other you side. You could actually just reach through and unbar it. Well, there wasn't even there. anything across. It, it, oh, really? You could literally just see through. That is um, lazy. Uh, but um, it was it was enjoyable enough. Um, my main problem with these types of games, and I suppose with like the uh, Souls series mm. in general, is. The boss fights, um, I like that you have to, um, you, you like toy with the, the boss for a while to work out his patterns, and then you have to work out how to create the opening to attack them. Yeah. Um, and then you have to execute that attack. But then once you've done that, you have to do it like another 20 times to kill the boss. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, Nintendo, it's always, you do, that's exactly how a Nintendo boss works, but you do it three times. Ta-da, finished. I mean, I'd like them either to go the, the way Mark has with Titan Souls in, in that you, you work out how to create the opening. Yeah. You execute the opening, and the game basically goes, well done, you defeated him. Yeah. Or you work out how to create the opening, you do that, and then that opening closes, and there's a different opening that you have to try and uh, work yeah. out. So, so, I mean, you can extend the boss fight in that way. Uh, without yeah. just having to do the same thing because I mean I I know how to do it I can execute it fairly well enough but like if by the last one I, I just mess it up slightly then you, you, you're dead and you have to go through it all again yeah so what are you playing this on? Uh, PS4 okay which which has terrible tearing on it really? yeah okay. I'm tempted to get that Shadows of Mordor on PS4 because that looks good I should have got it and then I could have reviewed it for this month <laughs> bugger you can, uh, do it, you can do it in January and it's going to be completely out of place in terms of time well yeah I'll, I'll be doing Far Cry 4 in January okay yeah I expect because hopefully I'm getting my new PS4 which will probably be burgled within a week again yeah um, <laughs> you do, you've got improved security on your doors yeah well yeah the, the alarm when it goes off it calls the police now so there's okay. that. that's good um, anything else to say about Lords of the Fallen, or is that it? Really, it's just you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it seems like a, a an easier version of of Dark Souls. 
yeah suits me down to the ground i i actually found myself quite enjoying it by the end yeah but um what, oh, what so you did complete it then uh i've not completed it no oh oh because <laughs> you said by the end then so i feel like you've lied to us um, <laughs> okay i meant by by the end of me, me playing it before coming to the end uh, okay right so. but um <laughs> uh, one, one of the bosses though i did i did just stand there and pummel him yeah which i felt like i kind of cheated in that sense mm. and i i completely buffed my armor and my weapons and because i couldn't be bothered i knew i was supposed to dodge his his melee attacks yeah and attack him with melee um, but I just stood there and pummeled him. Well, I, I did hear that actually the game sort of gets easier as it goes along in terms of you can really, if you if you, there's certain skills if you upgrade them a couple of times, you become massively over. Yeah, and there's a there's a crafting mechanic where you get these shards and you 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 um, you break them, um, and they become a rune that you can put on your weapons or your armor and things like that. So much like materia in Final Fantasy VII, I imagine. Uh, maybe <laughs> trust me it is okay um and and i i got one of them and put it on you you get a magical gauntlet that is basically just your ranged attack yeah which is um a kind of a magic attack and uh i put a fire thing on it and i was just i was i was pummeling stuff with it mm. from a distance without actually engaging a lot of stuff so so there is an element to that but i found it it kind of went in stages like you you would really buff yourself up Mm. Um, and you found all the enemies were getting easier and then you'd open up a new area mm. and suddenly you were getting um, slaughtered again. Right. And so you'd have to slowly... So it kind of went in, in stages. Yeah. So... Good. It's, it sounds all right. You know, it was yeah. okay. Yeah. Given that they've pushed Bloodborne back a month to the 25th of March now. I mean, you, you Dark Souls aficionados probably think it's uh, baby's first Dark Souls you know, here's the thing. I think that Bloodborne is going to hand my ass to me because apparently it's it's not about using your shield. It's all about just getting in there and, and you know kicking ass and taking Playing games it the right way. Oh, whatever. I like. It's magic. way more fun to dodge roll than it is to just stand there and hold a shield. I, I do dodge rolls as well. You know, I don't know, I, I, not not very well. I mean, I don't know about me iframes and things like that and all that other guff. Just thirteen frames. It's fine. What? Thirteen frames from the moment you start the roll. You're invincible. Yeah, who counts frames? Yeah, well, I'm not saying like, oh, there's, oh, we'll just hit 13 frames. We'll uh, think about what we're doing now. It's obviously more complicated than that. Which <laughs> you just sort of, you, you get used to the timing. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to do my review and then uh, I believe we can have a joint review uh, w- with uh, a certain amount of disagreement, <coughs> which I'm looking forward to okay. for the for the other game, what you played. I played Grimrock 2, which I've been looking forward to for fucking ages. Um, I did actually email them um, to see if the, I could get like an interview or something like that. Cause I, got, I, got... Oh, I thought you were going to say to tell them to hurry up. No. Hurry up and finish it. <laughs> no. But I, I, I thought mean... you were taking credit for Grimrock 2 coming out. <laughs> no. Uh, no, because they never even got back to me. Um, <laughs> so, whereas all the other people I've emailed for interviews have been very nice. I've got, I've got one that will be coming up with the guy who did Chasm, um, James Petruzzi. Which I'm looking forward to a lot because I've enjoyed that, and also I, I I think I put out before this the one with Dan Marshall is doing the swindle. So everyone's been quite pleasant considering how pathetic. Uh, <laughs> I, I probably don't mention just how bad our, our listening figures are. That's probably how I've managed to land these uh, big name interviews. Um, but yeah, uh, Grimrock too. It obviously, sequels of Grimrock, um, but it's just like it's 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 kind of your perfect sequel in that it's just that 
only again only bigger and more expansive um because the amount of variety in this is ridiculous like the first game i think it took me about took me probably about 12 hours to see everything in the game whereas this one it was like 30 hours and there's so much more variety in terms of locations because rather than it being you know just going down eight levels is, of the is dungeon the premise the same because weren't you thrown into the dungeon yeah, the thing the is the, the point the, the premise of this one isn't even grimrock because grimrock is very specifically this dungeon right. whereas in this one you're some prisoners on this ship and the you get near this place called the isles of necks and there's a storm and you get beached on there and then at the start you escape from your cage um, which turns out you can do by hitting it with a stick so i don't know why you didn't do it earlier <laughs> um maybe you didn't have a stick yeah i suppose maybe the cage was damaged in the uh, the shipwreck that's the point um, but anyway, uh, and, and then you go exploring and you start on a beach and then you sort of discover these shrines and then there are dungeons and then there's like there's like these uh, uh, bogs and then there's like a big sort of cemetery. It's, um, yeah, uh, oh, there's a, a pyramid-y thing. It's, it's, just, it's just absolutely packed with loads of variety. Um, and you've got this, this basic idea that there's this guy, the master of the island, who is sort of laying these puzzles down for you and you've got to beat him um, because he's bad or something i don't want to say because because obviously there is a story but it's it's very very sort of piecemeal it's like you know there are there are six bits of parchment that sort of add up to the story really um so it's not not exactly in depth but all the puzzles are really good um in it for the most part there's a couple that are very obtuse and you really wouldn't sort of figure them out and so i was just straight onto the steam forums how do I do this? Because <laughs> I will do that. I will. I will. I. I crack and give up. Um, but I did loads of the puzzles myself, and uh, yeah, it's really. It just has got. It's just the the perfect sequel because it's like forty types of monsters or something. And there was there was like twelve in the original, and so just the amount the amount of variety in there, and you're always seeing new things. The only thing is that some of the new it's it's got the whole new skill system because the old skill system was a bit crap because um, in it if you you would choose one skill. Um, you could, in theory, uh, allocate points to any skill when you when you leveled up. But if you put it into more than one skill, you're an idiot because the, all of the good perks are near the top layer, and you would not have enough uh, points to be able to up, fully upgrade it. Normally, by the end of the game, you'd, you'd upgrade one skill fully, and maybe you'd get a couple of points in another one. And so uh, you you you, re, you were totally locked into those those paths. Where it's a little bit more generous um, in this one in terms of being able to upgrade multiple paths but some of the skills are a bit crap like um i mean i chose rather foolishly probably i chose like um throwing and um um uh bow weapons those sort of um eight um ranged weapons and that's kind of a daft thing to do because they both require you to have quite a little space in your hand and although you can have two sets of you can have basically two sets of equipment that you can swap between very quickly on your hand it's still a bit sort of pointless um, so you can you can you still it's probably worth having a bit of a read of good loadouts because you can kind of just get yourself into shit creek by choosing a bad sort of set of characters at the beginning, but but the you know the magic's much more satisfying in this uh, all the new skills are, are quite cool. Um, there's just so much more to do um, that it's yeah I, uh, it's it just makes me wonder how, what what they can do to follow this um really because there's there's loads of innovations i, oh, I say innovation because it's obviously it's an old genre but for instance like multi-level dungeons the fact that rather than obviously all dungeon crawlers pretty much up to now have always been on a flat level and you go down steps and you go down to another level but within an actual layer of a dungeon there's only one level whereas in this you know there can be sort of like three or four layers to it and and something you know quite a fair bit of sort of under and over so that there's an actual 
um, this uh, actually navigating becomes a bit more of a puzzle. Now, obviously, the fact that you have these these flat two D maps makes it a bit difficult sometimes to interpret those in a useful way. Um, but um, yeah, that really adds uh, a hell of a lot to the to the gameplay. Um, it's 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 excellent, and and it's you know fifteen quid or whatever it is. Um, incredibly well spent because you know, like I say, thirty hours, and I absolutely just nailed that game. I was just, I played it pretty much non-stop. Um, so very, very good. So get that. You should definitely get that. Maybe when it's cheap, you know, that's what everyone does. Um, but you uh, both have played The Binding of Isaac, yeah, haven't you? On on the PS4 Rebirth, Rebirth, the new one, the new one that's all two D. <clears throat> um, and uh, wasn't the old one two D? Yeah, but it was shitty and flash. It's flash, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but uh, now, so both together, is it good or not? Well, I'll let Dave start. Like, what do you think of it then? Uh, well, I am definitely in the the not great camp. Fair enough. But um, I think I think it's it's flawed at its core for me in um, the premise of the um, the four way firing system. Because it's like a twin stick shooter, which then takes the fun bit out of twin stick shooting. Really, this is my problem with it as well. I mean, at least eight way. Why is it uh, just four ways? It was made for why? a keyboard. That's, yeah, that's the original reason it's four way. Right, but that can you can still do eight way. Just but by then you can design two... you can design monsters and attack patterns based on this four directional thing. So like you have to be like sort of directionally, like you know you can only be like. Around yeah, but you can design monsters around 360 degree shooting. Yeah, but you didn't. You did it this way. I know, but it's it just it just it isn't a fun. um, It feels constrained. Fun control scheme to play. I don't think it feels very good to play. Like that isn't even the worst bit for me. The worst is like the fact. Oh, I thought you liked it. Oh yeah, I do. But games have flaws. I like the I like the um, Um, the feeling of. Now, in respect to Dark Souls, no, that doesn't have flaws. Let's be honest about it. I'm sure. Yeah, Dark Souls has its flaws. No, it, yeah. no, it doesn't. I I went no. back to Dark Souls the other day. No, no, it's going to be a flaw. After playing Dark Souls two and going back to Dark Souls one, everything feels quite sluggish. Like when you're running, it feels quite sluggish. Yeah. Dark Souls two's run is like really nice feeling. Mm. There's a lot of stuff that was improved in that. Of course, Dark Souls two isn't as good as Dark Souls because of many other reasons. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Planning of Isaac, um, yeah. <clears throat> Rebirth. Uh, yeah, the 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 movement, like the feeling of it, is like really, it's kind of a little bit physicsy, like too much acceleration, and then the way things move around, like if you hit something, it gets knocked back, but they always get knocked in weird ways, and actually aiming because of the four direction thing, aiming your tears is a bit weird. So there's a few things like that that are odd, but when you get around it and when you get used to it, the actual um, like sort of weird randomness of the game. It's pretty interesting. Like, you often you'll like have a run where you're quite underpowered, but then maybe you get one item that's like, oh shit, this is awesome. And then you get, if you get a few more items that like stack together and synergize quite well, then uh, you have really interesting runs. Like, certain things might give you do things to your tiers, like um, replace your tier stream with like uh, a, a a charge up attack that fires like loads of tiers out at once. And then if you get another item that like uh, gives you homing tiers as well. When you shoot out all those tiers, they all like go towards enemies and stuff. Like everything sort of stacks on each other. It's mm. really interesting, and it does it more in the in Rebirth as well. Like in Isaac, it had that in the in Vanilla Isaac, it had it. But 
in Rebirth they've done it with way more items, which is pretty fun to see how things fit together. I, I'm looking forward to getting it. It's one of the reasons that you know I'm, I've got. I quite like that PS Plus. They give it away free with that. It seems weird that so many games are actually like premiering for free uh, via PS Plus. I, I suppose it makes sense because once that month's over, then loads of people are like, "Oh, that game's look good." Loads of people are talking about it. Yeah. So as an advertisement, they get a bunch of money for actually doing it, but then they also get the, into shitloads of homes. And also, especially because the PS4 is still selling, it has an install base of what, like, ten million at the moment. That's going to keep increasing. And the fact that, as you mentioned earlier, that there aren't an awful lot of games on the PS4. Yeah, I mean, that... I'm I'm finding I buy stuff when it comes out, and then a month later it's in the PS Plus. Yeah. So I mean, it might as well just stay in the PS Plus, so I don't waste my money on it. I hope they put Deception Four into PS Plus at some point. I really want that. Well, they've announced the next two months. Oh, have they? Yeah, because they messed up Drive Club. And we're supposed to be in the last PS Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. There's been and because they were getting a big backlash, they announced two AAA games. Oh really? Be, what what are uh, they? Injustice, Gods Among Us. Yeah, oh. and Infamous. Oh, the new Infamous. I uh, presume it's Second Son. Yeah, well, it would have to be because it's PS4. Yeah. So oh well, that's 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 quite. And uh, there's also secondary games as well, like uh, Secret Poncho. Is it called? Don't know that. And another one that I forget the name of. Okay. So. I I want Deception 4. I want them to put that on there, because I love the Deception series. So, mm. um, yeah. Uh, so 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 you're saying that you, you like it, right? But but, the, mm. you, but you acknowledge that, that there are flaws. But, I mean, you yeah. can't get past those yeah, flaws. Yeah, I, yeah, I acknowledge these flaws, but then it, it just it breaks the game for me. I don't think I can get past that. I think, I think um, it does seem... I, th- I think also because I like twin-stick shooters so much. Yeah. So, I... I want it to be more twin stick shooter. There's, there's just something about Isaac that makes me want to make games. Like, it's made me really want to make like a procedurally generated sort of Zelda one type game because mm. I just like or I like. I, yeah, there's a lot about Isaac I just love, and I have played of the vanilla game. I played I think it was 125 hours. Steam tells me. So, so in 125 hours of the original version, you probably saw about four distinct different frames. Yeah, I imagine. Given well, how that's the, like that's one big change in Rebirth. Actually, like if you look at the old game, it, lo- it does look bad. Yeah. But if you look at the new one; it's really nice. It's really it's all pixel art, yeah. got animated and drawn by a, like a team of artists and stuff. Well, like it, Edmund didn't. I don't think Edmund did um, any. Well, he obviously did design work and worked with. I think it's Nicalis who did the. Uh, yeah, port. it seems like his involvement in this is is less than I was ex- expecting. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is just like the game, but then expanded and changed, and they added more synergies between items, and they added more mm. items and stuff to it. Basically, they've cave story plus it, effectively. I guess so. Yeah. In the, you know that a, or like like with the three D version of that, still quite like to get, but it costs an absolute fucking fortune for some reason. It sells. I think they only printed like six copies of it on three DS. <laughs> um, but um. So so you're you're not going to go back to it particularly. You're you're kind of done with it. Yeah, and I've, I've barely scratched the surface with it. And can you see? Can you see yourself putting in loads of hours into I'll it? I still, I keep playing it. Yeah, it's my current game. I tend to just stick with one game and then just like play the heck out of that. And then you're playing on Vita, right? No, I'm playing on PC. Oh, okay. I have it on Vita as well, though. Right. Like, I, I've been playing it on PC, and then I couldn't bring myself to switch over to Vita at all because I, there's no cross save there, mm. and I'd lose all the uh, like unlocks I've got on it. Well, there is, yeah, but the, and there's cross save between Vita and PS4, isn't there? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Possibly, like yeah. as soon as you finish, it uploads it and stuff. Yeah, which is nice. Be. 
Uh, I had a lot of crashes as well on both PS4 and uh, really, Vita. yeah, yeah. It kept locking on the loading screen, and then it it does that thing at the beginning where it says, "Under no circumstances switch off your machine while this symbol while showing. while while it's loading." Yeah, and then it goes to the loading screen, and it, the the animation of the loading screen's going, but it's it's just well, it doesn't get past that, and you're like, "What do I do now?" Yeah. <laughs> What what what, you, you what am I supposed? No one has prepared me well, for this you put, moment. They put, those, patch. <laughs> they put those uh, things in saying don't turn it off at these points, but then they have to handle it. Yeah, like that's why QA is such a nightmare because you have to handle all of those different possible. I know, lines. but like, 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 I don't want to destroy my PS4. <laughs> there, there was one game on the Spectrum which kind of benefited from um, from you actually fucking up the save process. There was a game called Chucky Egg 2, sequel to Chucky Egg, unsurprisingly. But it had this weird thing that when you actually saved your game, it took ages to save your game, but it was also it was saving the location of all the items in the game. But this is the weird thing. you couldn't Those didn't change between, game, uh, between games and stuff like that, but also the locations of all the enemies. So when you were reloading it, if you stopped in particular blocks, like you, you would know, oh, this is the block where all the enemy information is, you'd stop it, and it would randomise the location of all the enemies in the game. And they put them inside borders and all sorts of weird stuff. But it was like, kind of like, ooh, it's a remix of the game. And we used to deliberately do that when we'd play it, me and my mate James, just to see what weird combinations had. It was kind of cool. Um, so that's an idea. That should be a game where you you corrupt the save. Well, there is a game like that, that thingy cart 2000 or whatever it was. What was that? It, it was it's slightly different in that it was a shared save game. Right. So you had multiple different games made. Which yeah. all shared the same save file. Oh, wow. so you'd play one game, and then if you went back to the other game, it would m- mess up the other game, you know. And and you could actually use it to get into places that were previously not reachable. So, like if it's if it saved a a, a lo- your location in the level, if you played it in a different game, then you would move in the other game. Oh wow, that's really cool. That sounds so, brilliant. And, and some of the develop because it was the di- different games were made by different developers. Yeah, they were they were told the format of the save file, and mm. um, but then they could do anything with it. And some of them got together and made it specifically so you had to do certain things in the different games to get to the different places. Oh, there's Phil. Hello, Phil. Everyone wave at Phil as he goes through. Because that door, oh, sorry, that yeah. door opened in the middle of Dave's sentence, so we certainly can't edit that one out. <laughs> so I can normally, because you might not know this, Phil's actually been in every single podcast, but I've edited him out. Yeah. Um, he's he was actually in his podcast before it even started. Yeah, yeah but I've always successfully managed to remove him. Never once been invited to join it. Actually, no, I think I have invited you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thing is, and we're not going to be able to hear what he said on that, so it's just going to be like I'm talking to a ghost. It's going to be like that film Harvey with the bloke who imagines a bunny rabbit. To, the, confirm that you could see Phil. Um, we were just going along with it, Graham. Oh shit, I'm mad. Maybe you need to see a doctor or something. Okay. Well, you know, I could tell you about seeing a doctor. <laughs> I knew that was going <laughs> to. As soon as I said it, I thought I shouldn't have said doctor. No. Because uh, uh, I mean, what you, dark can't, territories. you can't test for people's madness by popping a finger up <laughs> or checking their wings. We almost got through a podcast without you talking about the word, without you using the word bumhole or finger. Bumhole is a great word. Do you not agree? I'm bumhole. Not disagreeing. Bumhole. Yeah, it's like it's like in um, uh, Donnie Darko, cellar door is the most beautiful phrase or something. Like that. <laughs> bumhole. I think, I think bumhole is instead. That's it. So I'll be some mad old woman who just whispers bumhole to someone. 
<laughs> so you're going to get a sex change for this? Yeah, I think it's this, worth it. uh, this dream you have going to be an old woman that whispers bumhole to people. I don't think that's a, a terrible retirement plan. Um, I think it probably is. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I'm sure I think... Is, yeah, we're done with reviews, I guess, really. <laughs> um, although, yeah. I would like to get numerical values from both of you. What would you give uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth out oh, of ten? Is, that's bullshit. Three. Can't give it a three. Oof. What about Jesus. you? I, I don't know. I don't know. He's given it a three. 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 I'd say... Would you give oh. it a four? No, we gave three and a half? Oh. Seven or eight. Seven or eight is going to be six. Seven point five. But it's the, the whole review score thing. I know, it's terrible. Yeah, it's always like, it's like logarithmically weighted or something like that. It's, you have to be, for games, it has to be above seven to be not the worst thing ever. Unless it's Edge Magazine, of course, who have always prided themselves on saying that, you know, six isn't a bad game. It's not a bad game. Yeah, but if you see six, you're like, mm, Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well, mind you, that's what they gave. Uh, was it Grand Theft Auto Three that they gave six to, and then they claimed it was a printing error, or something? I've no idea. I'm sure it was. Uh, right, I'm going to turn on the television. I have now turned on the television. And now it is time for the bit where we discuss things we saw on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you could move the mic a little bit closer to your mouth so that some of the sound goes in it, that would be appreciated. I'll, I'll do that. Thank you very much, Mark. Uh, right, so the first one was this game called uh, Iranis, which is a it's a Kickstarter staff pick, which is no guarantee of quality because they've picked some right shit uh, <laughs> in the past. But this looks good. This is um, it's a Metroidvania, but it seems to have uh, quite a bit of other sort of elements to it, such as little sort of bit of stealth gameplay in there. There seems to be a certain amount of adventure type stuff with um, sort of overworld kind of areas where you uh, sort of talk with people. But um, it's got this it's got this sort of uh, this sort of unique setting. And the idea is in the future, the only gender left is is ladies. So I assume it's all test tube babies and whatnot, and they have just a big spunk bank somewhere. Um, but your main character is someone who uh, is uh, transgen- transgender and uh, is um, uh, there's some kind of big bad conspiracy going on. I think I seem to recall. Uh, but you're uh, an assassin apparently in a world which is controlled by a secret society of ancient shapeshifters. So, but it's good. You got to, you can get to take hostages. That's good. It's to lay traps and assassinate politicians. We've always wanted, we all wanted to assassinate politicians, haven't we? Um, and uh, yeah, it's so it it looks nice. It's got it's got attractive sort of pixel art. Um, it seems to have quite a bit of sort of variety in there, um, in terms of gameplay, and that looks really good. And that is that is it's made its money as well, which is nice. But that's looking for uh, yeah six grand. It's on it's on eight, so that's good. Five hundred and one backers. So were this a game of darts, it would have won. <laughs> it's not how darts work, obviously. Um, being made in Portland, Oregon, so that's why the graphics are all because Portland is still in the nineties, uh, apparently. If Portlandia, the sitcom, is anything to believe, um, but that looked quite good. I thought, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't just you can have you can venture an opinion. You can say, I think it looks terrible. If you want, I, I like the hostage taking mechanic, yeah? especially using it as a human shield. 
Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, and also just to get through the door because it was like a, you know it was keys to their ID. It seems there was a cool three D boss thing in it that looked nice. You like that polygons because yeah. it only had six polygons in it. I'm all about the polygons. Yeah, well, some of your bosses in Titan Souls, I believe, are polygonal now as well. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. so polygons getting a lot of press. Uh, <laughs> there's a thing called sprite light because one of the things we mentioned a while ago was sprite lamp, which is this thing where you uh, you would import a sprite sheet, then you would draw sort of the lighting in several directions, and then from that it would go, ta-da, here is a uh, bump map for it. Well, not bump map, what am I saying? Normal. Normal map, there we go. That, the bump map is a synonym for normal, I don't think. Well, is it that bump map was... I thought bump map was bump, kind of bump like Bump map's supposed to be a height map, but a lot of people interchange them, don't they? Right, right. okay. Okay. Well, anyway, so this thing called Sprite Delight, um, which does sound like a, a terrible... It's like, like Coke. Vanilla Coke or something so like Sunny that. Delight mixed with Sprite. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine how awful that is? Um, but all you do, this, this, you don't have to draw all these bloody direction things. You just literally load the Sprite sheet up and it goes, there you are, there's a normal map for you. Does it all for you. And and the results look quite attractive, I thought. Um, so that, that's quite interesting because, cause, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of footage on the actual thing, on the uh, the Kickstarter, um, showing it's being applied to various different styles of Sprites. And the results look sort of uniformly nice. Um, so as, as a way of adding sort of lighting and shadow and stuff like that to a sprite game, it seems like a fairly simple one, uh, apart from the fact that, that I wouldn't know how to program a fragment shader or anything like that. If Oh, it's easy. Is it? Yeah, it's fine. All right, fair, fair enough. I just rob them off the internet if you want as well. Oh, that's good. Not that I've ever robbed anything off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like search for a normal yeah. map shader. It's a really... Yeah. Basically, simple thing in 2D, especially oh, in okay. 3D space, you have to use like tangent normals, which are a bit more complicated. But 2D is super easy. Did you do it? Did you do it in Chroma? Yeah. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Okay, good. See, I can do it. It's fucking easy. And it's, it seems that? like a decent price because uh, recently I've been looking at was uh, it fifteen Auto Gen normal map? Yeah. Um, and they're, they're very expensive. Yeah, wasn't that Crazy Bump was the one that you pointed out to yeah, me? Yeah, that's like $300. Though. Yeah, whereas this... It's supposedly the best around. Yeah, so. I mean, it did look very impressive. We had a look at that as well. But this is, uh, well, uh, it's got 14 left of the early birds, which are $15 each. So I'm going to rush home and get yeah. in on that. And this is, oh, I'm going to buy six copies. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, my maths is terrible. I have to buy 14 <laughs> 30 copies. 30 14 less six. I'm such an idiot. I thought for some reason it was like 14 of 20 and therefore 14 from 20 is 6. No, I, I don't it means there's that... 14 left. Yeah, I appreciate that. It does literally say 14 left. <laughs> um, otherwise, $20. So that, that um, take a look at the video because it's actually, it looks jolly impressive. By the time this comes out, obviously the Kickstarter will have ended uh, as it has got 26 days to go. <laughs> and I'm trying to delay this for this to be our Christmas issue. I'm going to put another um, bit of sleigh bell in there. Um, <laughs> that will come up, but that, that you, there was no effort behind that. If you're going to do a Santa laugh, do it properly. Come on. Then I won't do one. Ho ho ho! <laughs> that didn't. That just. I don't know. It just felt a bit. <laughs> that, that's an evil laugh. It just felt sterile. <laughs> there was no jollity in it. Ho 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 ho! That was more like ho 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 ho. That was a Morgan Freeman Santa. No, this is Morgan Freeman. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, please be generous, Harry Potter to Morgan Freeman. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares and that voice is going to uh, be in them. I'm going to sneak into your house. Um, 
Um, there was one that that, uh, that Dave started called uh, Europa, spelled Y O U R O P A, which they've been working on for seven fucking years. I think it's longer than that actually, because I I remember seeing it years and years and years. Was it seven years ago? Yeah. But it seems like longer than that because that would only be two thousand and seven. Yeah. But this this seems to it's like a platformer where you have suction cups so you can you can walk on any side of things. It looks a little bit. You have these sort of these abstract floating worlds. It reminds me of an old game called Cooler World on the PS One, um, um, and it looks quite nice and interesting. But they wanted uh, two million Danish kroner, uh, which is about two hundred grand, and they've got eleven thousand danish krona so they've <laughs> they've made what is that is that half a percent of the amount yeah My they're, they're not gonna make it yeah so so they're fucked which is pretty because the game actually looked quite nice um Meh. it didn't look like i don't the art style i didn't like at all i think it looked really i didn't kind of i didn't like the art or the game do you know what i think no okay all dissenting opinions so that's yeah. good that's it we're having a proper discussion here now <laughs> um so that's europa but I'm not, I don't know. It's only got three days to go, so that will. De- I don't know. I've bloody mentioned it. <laughs> That's gonna definitely not gonna be out by the time I finish this fucking thing. Now, there's a game called Scorn. Now, I've no idea what the actual game is particularly. It describes itself as an atmospheric first-person horror adventure game, but the art style is incredibly influenced by um, y- y- your man, H.G. Geiger. H.G. Geiger, yeah. Um, um, and and it's like I think it's just worth watching the video because it's quite attractive, even if it's um in a sort of repellently slimy alien way but yeah very very geiger inflected um and could could be interesting um certainly it certainly looks more interesting than your, your average first person shooter with its gray corridors etc um yeah but uh, another game that might be hopefully on kickstarter by the time this comes out is uh, moon man which says it's starting its kickstarter in the uh the, the latter part of this year so I'll link to it if it's it's ready in time. Otherwise, I'll just link to its website because this has been on Tixos for fucking ages, and I've been following it. And and, and as Mark pointed out earlier to me, it, you know, when it started, it looked like a shitty ASCII game, but now it's like a very attractive-looking, procedurally generated, Terraria-like sort of thing. But um, but it definitely has its own sort of flavour. Unlike you know, because you know, Starbound, you look at that and you think, well, that's just Terraria, but set in space with fucking ugly pixel art i mean it's got some beautiful pixel art but in general it's terrible um whereas this i think just as a, a you know a really lovely sort of weirdly simplistic art style there's this something about it that still feels almost ascii like to me it's just the way you know it like entire cells are sometimes colored way brighter there's something almost spectrum like about it um, which i find attractive you can really tell that the creators put lots of love into it yeah yeah but it has other elements like, you know, the, the fire that burns things and stuff like that. And it sort of spreads in an interesting manner. So this, I think, I think, I think Moon Man, if, uh, if as soon as that comes onto Kickstarter, we, I'll be backing that instantly. Because it's, it's like that 24 Killers. It looks like a slightly intriguing prospect. Even, I mean, even if it turns out to be another Terraria, like I fucking love Terraria. So <laughs> um, it's not the end of the world. But this, this looks more interesting than that. You'll be pleased to know it's just come out on PS4. Yes, yes, I believe so. And, uh, and it's got all sorts of bells and whistles. Bells and whistles. Bells wow. and whistles. Yeah, there'll yeah. be some more sleigh bells in there. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah. Wait, let's have a moment's silence so I can put some in. There we go. Put some in. And in fact, I think I'm going to have some periods where you can just hear it in the distance as if Santa's flying past. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, and then we got uh, the, the there was a thing called Gleese, 
which which looked all right. It's spelled G L I E S E, which is terrible spelling. Um, they're not going to make the money. They want they wanted eighty five grand, and they, they've got three thousand eight hundred. So, but the game it look look quite. It's weird because the video is really slick for it, and then you look at the game, and it's very very simplistic. So it's looking. slick apart from the man who. Tell, yeah. tells you he's going to kill you yeah there's a man in with it. his eyes there's a man who has crazy eyes and there's this one bit where he just looks right into the camera and, and through the camera and into your soul <laughs> and um it's quite odd it's um it's worth watching the video for that um uh, just because there's this just very very sinister moment were it a horror film it would then freeze at that moment and then crash zoom on it while it changed to a negative image or something like that because it is quite sinister um, but the game looks, you know, a, a kind of interesting. Uh, again, a, a 2D platformer, but with a really sort of flat art, as in both flat colour and also the the animation. Like, he runs along and it's like, yeah, because when you run, only your legs move. Uh, it, it's like he's... Yeah, give me a flashback or EG vibe. Yeah, if, if they had no sort of artistic verve to them, really. The weird thing is, like, this title bit of art that they've got for the video is quite nice. Um, but yeah, then the actual in-game stuff just looks very, yeah. Also, it doesn't look tile-based. It looks like it's all built out of vectors, some of it. I mean, that looks a bit tiley, but it's also, I don't know, a bit of a mishmash. It's not cohesive. That's my issue. Then we get on to, oh we've, got, God, this we've got three things that we want to mention, which are just shit this month. Um, uh, you gonna have a, are you okay there, Dave? Yeah, because we can't hear you when you do that. That, that, that wasn't me. That completely deadened the sound by coughing into your arm. Um, so it's worth starting out with a title. Yeah, this is this is probably one of the most lazy, unplanned Kickstarter videos I've ever seen. Uh, I've got Kickstarters in general. It's called "Insert Cool Name: Everyone's Game" by Rocky Schwartzfager or Fager, um, and um, he wants seventy-five grand uh, to. Let's see, well, the first the first paragraph says, "Let's make a game. You throw me ideas, and I'll put them in the game." Sure, I have some ideas of my own, but I want you guys a part of it. Now, you spell apart <laughs> as one word, as if to say, away from it. Yeah. Which is the opposite of what he's actually trying to pitch. Even if they were separate, it, it should have been like, I want you guys to be a part of it. Yeah. So, but the, the, literally, the Kickstarter video, he's filmed it in his car on the way back from somewhere, and it's really noisy, and the video's joggly, and, and, it, and, he's, and at the end of it, he says, oh, I would have done a bit of video, but I'm lazy. And, you and think, it cuts out. Yeah, and then it cuts out. And you think, well, that's that's not a great. That's the guy I want to give my money to. It's a lazy guy. It's worth watching to see <laughs> the exact opposite of what you should do for a Kickstarter. Yeah, and, and then you think, oh, and there's another bit. There's another bit. He's got a video of a game. He said, this, this, this below has nothing to do with the project. It's just something I made one day while I was skipping work. Yeah, well, he sounds like a really good person. Um, it's just the the least inspiring video ever, and it just seems like he's uh, a lazy guy who's not going to do anything with it, and he will definitely abscond with your money were he to take get it. Um, that's probably libelous. That's definitely libelous. Yes. Um, so but he, true. <laughs> now, because Dave was the last one to touch that, it's very much like rubbish. Where if you touch it last, so you put it in the bin. Me. Um, no, I am that's not said anything. That's not how it works, Dave. You you now own the libel. Um, and with a name like Rocky, he's obviously he can punch you out and that. And and he probably knows a lawyer. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that is just terrible. But he can drive and I can't. So who is the winner here? Um, no one's a winner here. All right, here's another shit one. Game, flyest bird ever, 
Android, Apple tablets, Mac, uh, PC, Mac. Uh, it's a it's a it's a Flappy Birds clone, and for some reason there aren't enough of those apparently, and he wants two grand uh, for you to to help him finish it. Um, so uh, it looks shit. Uh, and in his picture, he's wearing a bow tie, and he looks like a dick. And his company name is Lolzam. Lolzam. I mean, could you hate this person more, you sweaty-faced gunk? Um, <laughs> that's just being mean now. Yeah, and, and also, there's no, there's no need for no. hatred. It's just a silly All, idea. Also, when he's demoing the game, his annoying adverts pop up in... So he shows you how annoying the game will be with the pop-up adverts. Yeah, so there's two adverts in a row, not just one. <laughs> It's not like not like a, just in a little sort of window at the bottom, like any common sense person would do. Um, no, he arsehole. Um And uh, oh, <laughs> this, the the hero of time by Lewis S. This this is a person. Uh, for some reason, they put this in the video game section, um, but he wants to make the best ever Zelda cosplay costume, and he wants you to pay for it. Did we have a look at what the rewards were for this? Actually? Yes, uh, we did, and they're terrible. Yeah, it gives um, you like a copy of the game and a book. <laughs> yeah, which uh, I presume he got from Waterstones. The, but the thing is, like, pledge a hundred pounds or more, and uh, you will receive not only, not only, so or something big's coming. Not only the A five A five poster. That's the biggest size. That, oh no, it's possibly the smaller smallest than A4. <laughs> it's half the size of A4. It's a fucking flyer that you'd get outside a nightclub size, um, and you get an, you get an ocarina of time. So probably some tatty plastic shit and a, some book. Um, I don't understand this. It's just I, why why should we buy your fucking costume for you? Um, it annoys me. Oh, but I have just remembered something about Kickstarter. Because um, Death Road to Canada. You know Death Road to Canada? No? Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay, right. So it's, uh, it's basically this... Hang on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it up on the thing so you can see it. Because uh, I've backed it, so I'll be able to, I'll be able to find it. Um, uh, it is... Uh, they put out their first alpha, which is interesting, because I've been looking forward to it ages. It's a, um, a, a roguelike permadeath... Um, shooty explorey kind of game and uh they put out a demo just showing you what the combat was like and uh, it's really good it's being done by paul pridham who did uh fargo if you remember that it was a, a really lovely roguelike on the uh iphone and he did source lifter which you may have uh, punch quest did you play punch quest at all no he's done sort of some of the best games on the iphone and he's doing he, he's doing this game where the idea is that you're you and some other people are trying to get to canada Via, in a car and you have to stop off in towns to collect uh, supplies and meet other survivors and, and kill zombies and they he's put out a test where you know it's got um, procedurally generated buildings you go through and loads of lots of different zombies and stuff and you get to shoot them and hit them with things and it's quite satisfying it's very tough at the moment but it's like a really sort of promising start so um, uh, I think you can still you know pay money to, to join the to, join, to, to sort of back the game. I mean, it's finished on Kickstarter and stuff like that, but I'm sure you'll be able to buy your way in. And um, yeah, it's really promising. It's um, it's, it's kind of a relief because it's obviously been in the works for quite a while. Um, but it looks good. So, so that was nice. That was a nice surprise to be able to get to play that. Um, yeah, and apparently there's another there's another uh, a Chasm Alpha out uh, which adds another area. But I think I'm gonna. The weird thing is they're adding gold back into Chasm apparently. And that was one of those things, you know, we, I was saying about how last month how you used experience to both buy items and level up. 
which was like fucking hell you love Dark Souls but now they're putting gold back in so that's kind of odd That I'll be interested to see how that changes things um, maybe they listen to your criticism on it wasn't criticism though I don't think it is because you know the more you steal from Dark Souls the better until you get to the point where you've made Dark Souls yeah and it's like and, well you've done it that's perfect yeah, well, well done <laughs> yeah that's it oh you admit that it's perfect good I was joking I don't think nothing's you perfect la 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 <laughs> la <laughs> uh, right well I think that's kind of it has anyone else got anything else they need to talk about nope no yep network right well that's it we're done for the year because cause next month um, you're going to be busy with birthdays and whatnot and things. Yes. And you're going to be... You, you've got to finish your <coughs> fucking game, haven't yeah. you? Content complete. Super crunch. Yeah, and I'm in crunch at the moment. I'm only getting one day off a week because I'm, I'm making the, the latest brilliant Lego game. It's actually really good as well. I'm very proud of it, which is nice. Um, but that's me for the next month doing six days week, six day weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And 12 hours on the weekdays. Yeah. 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 But but they've just re-added a Pizza Express into our crunch food cycle, so that's great. Cause see, I don't even get people to bring, people don't bring me food. I have to go get it myself, and I'm crunching. Well, you see, now I do as well because if I want Sainsbury's, I'll always go over with them so I can pick my own stuff from the salad bar. So I do have to put a bit of effort in there. Yeah, it's it's happy. Uh, right. So um, anyway, see you next year. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Ho ho ho. Merry Christmas! Santa, like, had a stroke or something. <laughs> I might have one later. Morgan Freeman Santa. <laughs> oh, God. Ho, ho, ho. No. What the hell? <laughs> that was more like Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> no, that was Bane. Bane. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everyone. Except the Batman. End yeah. it now. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, bollocks. Well, another classic episode in the can. <laughs> <laughs>